یہ انٹرنیشنل گیم ہے اس میں دماغ سے کھیلا جاتا ہے غصے سے نہیں Hello everybody and welcome to episode 93 of Hoop Darshan. Hoop Darshan. Episode number 93 Karan. This is a this is actually a second take at episode number 93 we lost to technology issues again but yeah. Uh, here we are. We 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 never give up. We are like uh you know we're like Jerry West making it to the NBA finals. You know, we do it all the time but technology is like the Bill Russell Celtics. It is always there. It's, a, all, yes. it's always a challenge for us to overcome it. We, but at the, at the end of the day, we, we, we do emerge champions and, you know, we become the logo. But technology Absolutely. has defeated us a lot. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't sure what reference to, to bring in when I said that. But you, you came through in the clutch, like Mr. Of clutch. Of course. Himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he, he, was mis- he was called Mr. Clutch despite all the losses. So, you know, uh, yeah. technology has beaten us, but we are still clutch. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, episode number 93, Karan. Uh, I'm pretty sure you know who jersey number 93. The, the uh, great Ron Artest, Meta World Peace. I think he's called something else now. Uh, he, yeah. I don't know, but I, I do know that he wants to be the next coach now. So, um, yes, yes. whatever so, he's called, uh, I will, I'll just call him coach. He's, he's now called Meta Sandiford Artest. Okay, good for him. Yeah, good for him. I have no idea what that is, but that's what he is. Um, and uh, the 93 title, of course, um, which is, I guess it's been, it's only been a few weeks since the last dance finished, but it feels like it's been ages. It it feels like, it, it, it feels, actually feels like it's been 1998 when it was shown. And now we yes. are <laughs> 22 years later. <laughs> um. Cool. So um, we've, we've got a few Indian basketball things, as always, to get to before we get to our special guest section. Karan, can you tell our listeners what's going on in the in the world of Indian basketball? Well, not so much as you can expect, you know, because, you know, everything is shut down. Everything is on. Everything is on hold. And not that like there was much happening anyways with Indian basketball before that. But uh <laughs> But I mean, there has been some sort of uh, encouraging pickup. I think, uh, you know, different organizations, news organizations, whether it's the Indian Basketball Players Association, whether it's the NBA India, uh, they've started to do a bunch of like either online uh, like training sessions, just to simple workout at home or or talks with coaches. I think um, uh, I think it was Eklavya that helped sort of uh, facilitate the talk with Taylor Jenkins, the coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NBA India's facilitated talk with you know Vin Bhavnani, Roy Rana. These are you know Indian origin uh, assistant coaches around the NBA, um, and the Indian Basketball Players Association, and Indian basketball fans. Like every every week they'll they'll do some kind of e conclaves where they'll get like a bunch of you know legendary players, whether it's Vishesh, whether it's Geetu, to come and talk about stuff like that. So um, so it's good. I mean at least they're keeping fans engaged and keeping like players engaged. You know. It's a tough time, and I think athletes they have to be engaged in some way just to keep the eye on the goal, to to not sort of lose, you know, for athletes to be great, you you have to be like almost. I mean, we saw this this in Michael Jordan, right? Like, not not everyone's gonna be that crazy as MJ, but you have to have some kind of 
that like insane um goal oriented gene in you you know which yeah. uh, so, so i think it's important to keep that sort of motivation going so so kudos to everyone who's who's doing that right now absolutely absolutely unfortunately there was also some bad news uh, in the in the world of indian basketball there always seems to be but uh, yeah. specifically this time former former guest of hoop darshan uh, a player that i have met in person when he yeah. was doing his time here in australia amritpal singh unfortunately got done for um, a, a drug problem as well uh, yeah, what so, can you tell us about that i mean from what what we know so far i won't speak so much on it because i think it uh, apparently he uh, his 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 management has released a clarification about this they mm-hmm. he was tested for uh, a substance that was available in a cough syrup that he took Mm-hmm. and it turns out that it's not particularly illegal to take the substance there was some miscommunication so the nada right. which is the national anti doping agency is looking into it um i'm fairly confident that he you know he'll come out of it okay I, I, it frustrates me that people make headlines out of it without knowing the full story so mm-hmm. so that became a thing and you know you know how it is it's i mean yeah. we could we could go down the rabbit hole of stupid headlines that destroy the world <laughs> all the time but Uh, in in the little basketball world i would just wait and see to just to know more about this the situation absolutely absolutely and and finally uh, you've kept me in the dark about this current but apparently yes. this is this is the 10 year anniversary of something very very auspicious in indian basketball yeah uh, yeah yeah what what you what, know, what is this you know what it is 10 years ago to the month june 2010 was when it was publicly announced that the uh, that the BFI Basketball Federation of India helmed by the then Secretary General Hari Sharma signed a 30 year deal with IMG Reliance a, a, a partnership that would eventually go into merchandising to sponsorship local events and to launch India's first professional basketball league it's been 10 years since the announcement uh that is all i have to say about it <laughs> I I I kind of had an idea that it might be this but I was hoping it might be something a little bit more nope. positive but is it 10th uh, anniversary of no. <laughs> it, it, I was I was reading some of my old blogs about this cuz I had just started working with the BFI mm-hmm. oh, this is also 10 years anniversary of that of me start, starting that job <laughs> um and uh and I was so hyped because around this time was also like everything was happening around this time was also the time when uh IMG Reliance came to India and they took eight young players who are all under 14s to the US to uh, to to play in the IMG Academy including Satnam Singh so it started the ball rolling for him so so the positive came that he you know five years later he's he gets drafted right um so a lot of a lot of things got started in 2010 you know uh, India's top players started getting an extra sort of bonus salary for uh, so it sort of gave players not just you know it gave them an uh, incentive not just to like continue with their jobs whether it's ongc railways or whatever but then also an incentive that if you are ranked among the 10 or 20 best players in india you'll get you know an extra bonus so all of that had just gotten started uh, img lance has bought in uh, they they hired foreign coaches to come to india so um it was it, it felt like the world was going to change you know in 2010 um yeah the the the, the politics of the world were, were different everything was different i i can't it feels like a different universe almost you know i don't know if you're a comic comic book buff 
but it felt like felt like a different like parallel reality that doesn't exist yes. in this this particular MCU or whatever. <laughs> like it was a different <laughs> one. Oh boy, um, yes. I think I think it's like it's way too uh, early into the podcast to get into this kind of a rabbit hole. So let's just <laughs> let's just take our imaginary uh, scotch glasses and yes. and pour, pour pour one out uh, in in the in the 10 year anniversary i don't know it's not even a celebration it's like a like opposite of celebration but like a morning of sorts that uh, yeah it's been 10 years since the, the promise of a professional league in india is about to happen was made how about how, so, how about this current do you think yeah. at the 20 year mark we'll oh be doing God. the same thing or Shit, will, will we have something better <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Let's let's earmark this episode, episode 93 of Boop Darshan. If into 2030, if we go back to this, uh, I, I wonder if 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 we we would consider ourselves extra pessimistic or extra optimistic, because who yes. knows? Who even knows there'll be an Earth in 2030? At this point, that that is a non-existent year. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I thought you might. I thought you were going in the direction of who even knows if there's Boop Darshan in 2030, but. Oh, no, will always will be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. We, we'll exist. We'll be, you know, we'll be in a little bubbles. I don't know, somewhere yes. uh, <laughs> underground in a bunker. But we'll, as, as long as technology doesn't beat us, we'll be there. Yes, yes. Maybe, maybe, but in the next ten years, we'll conquer technology. Maybe. But they still, we'll see. They probably, they probably still won't be a, a professional league in India. All right. On to, on to happier things, Karan. Yes. Um, we have a very, very special guest. Uh, today joining us uh, why don't you tell our listeners about who this is yeah so uh, definitely on to happier things on to better news in Indian basketball Har sweeter Simran things Kaur, you could say sweeter things Har, Har, Har Simran Kaur uh, aka uh, Honey Kaur is has been really becoming one of the best young players in the country she just turned 17 and has taken the Indian basketball world by storm she's a six foot three center forward whatever she plays multiple positions and has been dominant in the scene over the past year and a half. Um, I won't say she came out of nowhere. I mean, the, the, like considering how, how she was playing before that, you know, people could predict that she was on this ascent. But just the way 2019 to 20 has gone for her has been incredible. And I'm super excited about her potential uh, with the game. And, and of course, there's some good news. She, she, she'll be starting, uh, she, she, she'll become the third Indian woman or third Indian player, uh, uh, anyways, like no men have made it, to play in NCAA D1 starting next season. So we're very excited about that. And uh, here she is, her Simran Kaur, to talk about her story. So I'm glad to uh, finally have her Simran Kaur, Honey Kaur, uh, on Hoopdarshan. Honey, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? We are great. We're you know just trying to survive under the the, the pandemic as usual. Uh, yeah. So I, I just want to introduce uh, Har Simran Honey to uh, listeners who may not know more about her, but you, really you should because she is one of the best young basketball players in India. Uh, I think you just turned 17 recently, right? Very yeah. recently. Well, happy belated birthday and uh, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And and Honey is from Kapurthala, Punjab, which is you know a city that is considered to be one of the cradles of where basketball began in India. Um, yeah. And uh, I think you really started breaking out with the NBA Academy women's programs. And then from then, you've just been all over the place. You've been to NBA Academy camps all over yeah. the world. You've been to 
basketball uh, 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 BW Global Club in Chicago yeah, during yeah. the NBA All-Star. You you played yeah. in NCAA Next Generation. You played in the Australia uh, NBA Academy. Like, there's just a lot of stuff. And I think uh, you also played for the India's junior teams. I think in, in Nepal you uh, played. Senior team. Senior team. Oh, you played in the South Asian Games in the senior team. That's yeah. great. Yeah. As well as uh, you played for the under-18 three-on-three uh, Asia FIFA. Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And most recently, the good news is that we heard about your commitment to University of San Diego to start playing in the D1. So, again, yeah. congratulations on that also. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much. So, I mean, honey, uh, before, you know, we talk about anything else, I want to ask, I want to talk to you about that very recent commitment. Uh, how did that come along, the, the University of San Diego offer? And um, when, when did you first hear about this news? Okay, so actually, uh, we have a lot of coaches that, uh, you know, like help us in recruiting in different colleges, wherever we want. So I have been talking with them from the last uh, two, three months, uh, like from different universities. It's like from different conferences. Some are from South conferences from America and some are from Western conferences. Mm-hmm. So the mainly I committed there is because of... Uh, Coaches were so good in treating uh, newcomers and the freshmen's year. And also the teammates are so good. And I really like the style of their playing. Like, you know, like uh, there is no fixed place of any player. Like everyone is playing as an all-rounder. So this is something I want. That's why I committed there. And the other thing is my uh, half of family is there in California. That's why uh, that was the other reason. Mm. But the University of San Diego, I think it is a great D1 school and I'm really excited for the for the next chapter of my life. Yes, so uh, you said that you you like the way that they play sort of um, position-less style almost, you know, yeah. like everyone, everything yeah. is fluid. So your position, otherwise, I think you are six foot three, am I right? In, yeah, yeah, you're right. And, and, and you play, and in India, you usually would, you would play the center position i'm getting you know yeah uh, i usually play as a center forward and the power forward so how how do you see yourself fitting in with the san diego team would you be the biggest player in the lineup would you sort of play a little bit smaller would you play more in the perimeter how do you see yourself with that fit i think i see myself in playing as an all-rounder because at the first i really asked the same question from the coaches like how they will fit me in the team. And they just said, Ki we, we see you as a versatile player, like an all-rounder. Like you can be power forward, you can be shooting guard, and you can be center forward as well, as I used to do. And you can be point guard also. So my main motive is to explore more on my shooting and to be a perfect forward in their team. Mm-hmm. So that is my main motive to fit in their team. That's great to hear. And and how did this? Um, w- or when did you first hear this news? I mean, did you have a lot of other options to decide between uh, yeah. before picking San Diego? When did this yeah, news like, finally break to you? Yeah. So like before San Diego, I already had a lot of options. Like you know, some some schools in New York and some D1 universities in other than California also. And but you know the main thing uh, the student athletes attracted by is the how his coaches are treating them or how the teammates like are they are nice and how's the environment so that some little little things make me to commit in san diego mm-hmm. and i think i made that commitment i think last uh, 3 weeks ago maybe yeah 
so i made that commitment so i'm i'm really now um nervous also but also excited as well like how i'm going to do there and about the studies also mm-hmm. it's not only the game but uh, the studies also so that is the main point and this time uh, in this pandemic i'm really focusing on my studies because usually i never get time to study more usually of my tournaments and all mm-hmm. uh Have have you decided? Have you thought about what your course will be? Uh, what you plan to study there? Yeah, actually, yeah, I decided uh, to do a uh, major in business and economics. Okay. And if uh, I will do like math, mathematics, uh, I will definitely do. That's amazing to hear. And I think with this, you know, you mentioned the pandemic. Whenever this this tamasha is over, I think you will get to be. <laughs> uh i i by my calculation i think you'll be the third indian woman to to get the chance in ncaa d1 i think kavita yeah. akula and sanjana ramesh were there before you sanjana ramesh yeah. right. but uh, but to see you get this i'm we are so proud of you that you've reached this level uh, of course you mentioned the pandemic now uh, where are you right now are you locked down how are you spending this yeah, time yeah 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 so like here's a lockdown i think from the last 3 months are you are you back the... home are you in punjab yeah Yeah, I'm in Punjab. So now I'm staying at my hometown, yeah. and it's been really boring, as you all know, like <laughs> to staying at home as a player. You know, like yeah. always traveling to uh, one city, to one country, to another, and now just sit down at the home and talking with the parents and studies. It's it's like very boring for me, honestly. <laughs> you added talking and... to your parents among the boring parts. <laughs> yeah. So actually. Um, actually main thing is both are players my uh, father and mother so they have their own experiences sometimes i get bored honestly sometimes mm-hmm. i get bored uh, about like you know uh, but uh, now i'm good because uh, here's conditions are under control and my online classes are going on of my studies and all and also here like basketball courts and grounds are open now so we can go and i can play basketball now so not a competitive it just to add the individual level mm-hmm. so now is the conditions are undergird but at the starting i was uh, like it was so boring just to sit at the home and do workouts at the home mm-hmm. so now it's all the thing is under control and i'm doing my studies on the online classes and playing basketball and doing my workouts keeping myself fit and this time i'm mainly focusing more on my academics okay and and you said you you going out to play basketball so uh, uh, how is uh, uh, how how is social distancing basketball like are you just playing practicing by yourself are you yeah, go- i'm just uh, like you know my father is my coach so he is uh, like helping me in my practice and all so it's like me and only my father it's like mm-hmm. uh, more like individual level i'm not playing like a competitive or some some with others and all so i'm just playing and doing practice on my own um you have you've had a huge year so far current listed out all yeah. of the camps that you went into and all the hype that you've got and it finally culminated in this um scholarship college scholarship that you were able to attain so i have to ask you as a as a 17 year old how was all of this uh, how has this year been for you mentally like do, do you think your uh, your life has this changed year. a little bit from what yeah yeah the last the last year to so? 2019 till now 2019 okay so it was a 19 was a year like that was a turning point for in my life because in 2019 uh, 
I uh, firstly represent in my Indian team and then I get into NBA Academy and all. And then I get to know about WNBA, about NCAA and these things. So these all are like turning point for me because before 2019, I, I just, you know, I just used to play um, school nationals or the youth nationals or junior nationals, but nothing above that. And then I got into the NBA Academy and they selected me and they gave a lot of opportunities to me just to like, uh, like it helped me to present myself in front of other countries like in Australia, in America. And I'm really thankful of NBA Academy because they are really giving opportunities to other players to show them. And the uh, other thing is, I think because of NBA Academy, I really get showed in, like I really improved myself and I played, like I used to play good in uh, nationals and all. And that is the thing that turned me into to play in Indian team. So I think it all because of the NBA Academy from where I get into it. And then I get South Asian games and uh, played the three on three for the first time. And that was, I think, a, a lot of stuff for me in 2019. But it was so amazing for me. Uh, because it was different experience in global academy in Australia with Australian girls with their different mindset and then again in America. So it's been a hard journey also, but it was very amazing. That's awesome, honey. Uh, what about your own game? Do you think that it has, how, how do you think it has improved from, I guess, the start uh-huh. of 2019 to right now? Yeah. So actually, uh, before 2019, I, I actually, honestly, I used to play very fast, you know, like, uh, like I started playing by seeing boys and also like they all used to play very fast. That's why I started playing fast. So that time I don't know about the patience level, about this determination, about this endurance, about this, um, discipline on and off the court but i think after i get into nba academy and then uh, then in indian team and with senior girls uh, with senior women sorry so i think it's all because of them i uh, really learned about the what is the mainly patience is and how it is how much it is important for every player on the court as well as off the court so i really improved my uh, game and my behavior off the court but as well as the on the court by getting the experience from the different coaches in America and from the different coaches, from the different players with their different mindsets in Australia. So that was like, you know, a mixture of American, Australian, Indian. So that was a lot of stuff. So mainly I learned patience from my senior players and uh, determination, like how we are going to use it and how we are going to produce it on the court. So that was all because of the experience. And and what about your? Uh, I'm, I'm sure you shot up a few inches over these last uh, 18 months or so. Do you feel like uh, you, you had to do any sort of different physical training or anything like that to sort of keep uh-huh. up with uh, keep up with yeah. that? So actually, uh, honestly, by seeing the American players, so they are like uh, they don't care like if they are six uh, three or if they are six five, and they just only have to play center forward they all are all-rounder even a 6-5 height can play a point guard there so that's something I'm trying to be like that so because of all that I'm just uh, 
like doing my workouts in the way so that i can play as a all rounder in my coming years in a universities so like there would be no any problem for me to play at the position of point guard or for me to play at the position of shooting guard so that's what i'm doing now i'm really working on my strengthening and uh, at the early days i was very thin so now i'm doing weight workout more weight workouts and gym so that's something that i'm doing in strengthening and all and making my lower body more stronger than before so that are little little things i'm working on now honey um you mentioned that you know how you're getting different inputs of coaching from all the experiences you've had so far and it's it's great to yeah. hear that you know you're i think unlike a lot of indian players who they're not get the opportunities you you are able to learn from coaches in australia yeah. coaches in us but, but but i want to go back to the, the man you mentioned was your very first coach your father who was yeah. of course also a a former team india player sukhdev singh um yeah. and and you happen to be from as i mentioned the the city which is the cradle of indian basketball kapurthala so you yeah. you must have grown up around basketball all your life right like what was your childhood like just having um the spirit of indian basketball always around you so actually um, my father was also player but as well as my mother was a volleyball player so my uh, in my home the whole environment is like you know indian national team so mm. it was like typical indian national team for me mm-hmm. and uh, Do you just actually, have a lot of medals and trophies sitting around your home yeah, from your parents? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, my father made a special, you know, cages like boxes, and with them, uh, he sorted all my medals, all my mementos, all my MVPs, and uh, that trophies and all. Like he sorted in um, that room. Oh. So that was so amazing, you know. Like it was encouraging to see every day that, and just to have a wish to achieve more. and actually in my childhood days i uh, chose basketball as my passion at the age of 12 but okay. uh, i get into basketball in the age of 8 or 9 okay yeah I actually i started in 12 but i uh, like used to see my, my father playing basketball at the age of 8 and 9 mm-hmm. so uh, at that time uh, he used to play from the rcf rcf is a club in kapurthala mm mm-hmm. yeah so he used to play from that and uh, i used to see him and then after every match i used to ask him about like you know like silly questions like how you can uh, make your every shot in the basket and all how can you touch the rim how can you do that you know like silly questions from my dad <laughs> so uh, after that that time actually uh, there was no uh, girl or any woman to play in basketball Mm-hmm. no it was only me and all the boys seeing the basketball and playing with the boys and all so um at the starting i really have a lot of difficulties like at some point i really thought that i should stop basketball because like you know like in every sportsman's life uh, we have some obstacles we have some challenges and all and uh, and also i usually play in the boys so sometimes the boys are so dominating and saying some stuff to me like you can't be this and you can't be this and i was just always keeping listening them okay fine i'm doing that you see i'm doing that so that was something like you know my childhood was very hard when i started basketball but after yeah. that when i realized that i really can 
be something in this and that time i just wanted to fulfill my father's dream just to play in indian team and represent mm-hmm. indian team and uh, yeah it was difficult but you know like if we really want something we have to go through that so it was that condition did you have a lot of i mean you mentioned that it was your father's dream to see you play for india so so yeah. did you feel there's a lot of pressure on you from a young teenage age to yeah. to live up to that dream yeah actually yeah so from the first time i really don't thought that uh, i can get into this indian team and all mm-hmm. actually usually right uh, i i i usually write on the you know my wall like in front of where like where is uh, where is my bed in front of uh, that i used to write india like you know the mm-hmm. capital word i n t a so in front of me so mm-hmm. that time i don't know i, I uh, going to reach there or i'm going to play for this country or play for this name or going to wear this uh, five letters jersey and all mm-hmm. so that time it was so pressure because um, at the start i had a lot of things that i have to learn from my dad and um, actually my honestly my dad was so strict and if i do any mistakes he just you know yell at me and because i'm not doing that as compared to boys because i used to practice with the boys so if something i can't do that so i actually i really uh, sometimes i really felt discouraged you know like mm-hmm. i can't do this and i just wanted to go home like i can't play this game i don't like this and all so that time a lot of pressure and once i get to in under 14 so under 14 nationals and under 16 and 17s go on so i usually have pressure at before every match like if i'm going to play good if i'm going to play not good and all what my father would say what he would react and all but at the same time i always wanted to play from india team that was very difficult for me so mm. from the last 4 years i was just seeing when i'm going to play like i usually see geetwanna josh shrinli mai like they are representing india when i am going to uh, do when i am going to and this time in south asian game i really played with shrinli mai so that was uh, something is like dream come true so yeah at the first i really felt like uh, like because of some challenges and obstacles i can't do that but part of that i my father encouraged me my mother encouraged me and for me my sister started playing basketball so that uh, she can be competitive with me mm-hmm. so so that my confidence level will be increased and also they i think my parents did a lot job for mm-hmm. me to get in the place i'm where i'm today and i'm really um, i'm really just like doing hard work just to get more to achieve more and proud of my mom and dad Yeah, and you're complaining that you're bored in lockdown with your parents. What is that about? Uh, it was, <laughs> it was their boring stories. Come on. <laughs> uh, so, so, so I want to ask you, uh, going back to something you mentioned. Uh, I remember I had interviewed you uh, a few months ago um, for NBA India after, right after the NBA Academy Women's Program in during the during yeah. the yeah. the game in October during the the NBA. Yeah, the final right? game. The final yeah. game. And you yeah. won the MVP of that tournament. I remember of of the yeah. camp. Um, yeah. And and I remember like you mentioned in the interview, you you detailed the the story of playing one on one with your dad. You talked talked a lot about how you know your whole life you play yeah. against him. And and then the mm-hmm. first time you actually came back and and defeated him. 
So I would like yeah. you to, 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 if you can remember, to like repeat that story for the people who are, who are listening oh, to us on the podcast about you actually like the first time you actually beat your dad uh, playing basketball. Uh-huh. How old were you? When did that happen? Uh, old was, I don't know, I think it was after, I think I was uh, 15 years old. Mm. But I really don't remember my age, but mm-hmm. yeah, I still remember uh, that uh, I just uh, came back from my... Uh, some youth national or some like junior nationals mm-hmm. and I played that time from Punjab and um, I came back and uh, started uh, started doing some new things on the court and he was just seeing me like what she's doing what she's doing from new things and like where from you get that and all so I said to him Ki, uh, if you don't believe me let's play a game together <laughs> and let's see who is going to win so that time I was just like saying him in a fun like yes dad come on we'll play like I'm going to defeat you and all and he was so confident like she can't defeat me and all <laughs> and uh, so, so what's uh, the new things you added to your game like had you become a better shooter by then had you become better outside player or were you tougher in the post I, I think better outside player okay yeah, because actually my dad was a, a center forward as well of his team. So obviously his qualities and his skills, he all, always used to teach me that skills only. But um, after like, you know, um, go out from the home and from the from our home ground, we are uh, we're really going to learn a lot of things. So I really learned uh, a lot from the outside, like as a shooting guard or as a forward. So, um, I really took advantage of that because my dad thought, like, I'm going to play as a center forward. I'm going to play only pivot. But mm. in that one-on game, one-on-one game, I made the threes. I, I was uh, <laughs> doing mid-range shooting. And he was like, from where you get that? I was like, dad, just let me do that. Stop <laughs> talking about it. Let me do that. Just you see, just uh, wait and watch and see what I'm doing. So by doing that, okay, continuing and I won it. But I think by one or two points, it was 19-21 score, I think, if I'm not wrong. <laughs> so, we, should, we should make a movie movie about this. Was was he uh, happy for you at the end of it or was he, was he angry that he lost? Obviously, like he was um, happy, but... He was not showing from the outside. And he was like, uh, honey, you, you, uh, you did mistake. Actually... I didn't, you know, defense you very, you know, in a good way. That's why you won and all. So I was like, okay. <laughs> and then he started saying, honey, you cheated here. Honey, you made that. Honey, you made that. And I was like, okay, dad, make all the excuses and all. <laughs> I think That's by now so you must be the undisputed best player, I think, in the in the family, right? There's... Uh, yeah. do, you, do you guys yeah. have a mini tournament between you, your sister, your dad? I don't know if your mom also plays. Actually, no, my mom not play, but he, she used to sing. And uh, she used to uh, tease my dad, see your girl, she's playing over you, Some like learn something from her and all. <laughs> so that's some kind of stuff. So good. Um, honey, you spoke about Geetu and Shirin Dimai a bit earlier. Today. Yeah. Um, so, do, do you, were they your role models when you were sort of growing up or are there other sort of Indian player role models that you've had before? Actually, my role model in India was uh, Geetu Anna Juice. 
so as yeah so as she's a yeah so as she's a legend of india you know indian women's basketball or juno body and you know from um, actually uh, i used to play in uh, all the nationals and all uh, i used to attend all the national camps in ludhiana and i think uh, you remember i think you should know or not but there is a picture of all the original bodies and all posters and all in ludhiana so i first saw her uh, in that picture geetwana jos and then i asked from my punjab team coaches like where she is from and uh, how she play and all so that time i was i think 14 years old so um from that time i started uh, searching all the short clips and about you know uh, actually I used to get curious about new things and i started uh, type um, like you know searching about gitona jos kerala player gitona jos legend and all on the youtube mm-hmm. and so from that i get her short clips of playing and from that time i get to know why she is so great in indian women's basketball so that's why like you know she played 3 on 3 and then 5 on 5 and she played with all the i think the old legends like shiba megan and uh, I, i don't remember other names but uh, yeah so i uh, used to uh, see her short clips of playing from the pivot mostly like as a center forward and rebounding and also the off the court like how she is encouraging her players her co-players to play like you know hard in the game and like we have to win this we have to do this and all so that's something that make uh, her role model for me and still i always uh, when i get free time i used to see her short clips and all just to learn more have you had a chance to actually playing with her sorry can you repeat that koshik did, did you end up playing with her at all have you had a chance to play with her no no don't ask me this question this is so hurting <laughs> yeah because she I is now she is now making yeah. a comeback she's trying to make a comeback i think uh, it'd be it'd be fun to actually see the two generations you know play against each other like, or play really? together she is coming back she played uh, i mean she played in the 3bl yeah yeah 3bl yeah. i saw yeah. her but like I really wanted to play with her, but okay, fine. Something we can't get in the life. That's okay. Has she, have Have you had a chance to interact with her at all? Has she, you know? Oh. Uh, I you I know? never I never uh, seen her like you know like live. Okay, okay. I just saw him in their photos and all, but I never seen her live. I think that's what we need to facilitate that. You know, have the two yeah. have, have the legend Gitu meet the the the, the future uh, Hanikor. So that'll be yeah. That'll please, be... please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about um, NBA or WNBA players? Do you have any sort of role models or idols from yeah, there? Yeah, obviously. WNBA, I have a lot of role models. Like, like you know, everyone like uh, from WNBA, every woman is a you know. star like they have their own qualities skills uh but my favorite uh, player is a uh, Candace Parker from uh, Los Angeles Sparks and uh, it is because she is a all-rounder mm-hmm. and she know how to treat her players off the court and also on the court like if if someone uh, misses the shot she know how to make it right 
and if some someone made any mistake or like on a crucial time she really knew everything to do that right so that is because she is now currently is my favorite player and role model as well that's that's awesome and uh, t- tell us about your experiences meeting players at uh, at nba all star recently yeah so like uh, i met a lot of uh, wnba former players and nba former players uh, like you know they they uh, teach uh, like they coached us in um, our scrimmages in our matches like at the every last two days in every camp like if it is bwb if it is bwb global if it is a global camp or if it is a ncaa like so um they used to be a uh, coaches of our teams that is uh, divided by the coaches and uh, uh, from them i really learned a lot of different uh, strategies and mindsets of the coaches so I, i was really grateful that i really get the chance to play with them and to work with them so i'm really i'm i'm really implementing and i'm really working on a lot of thing that that they uh teached me and i'm really i uh, wanted to uh, like you know prove them like is, there is someone in india who can be a wnb player so i know that is a uh, very difficult to be a first indian woman in wnba but i think it is not impossible so like you know that is something that keep me moving and the, all the learnings i took them from the nba player from the wnb player it was it was so good and i think the most of the learning is uh, for the off the court mm. because on the court we can learn from everyone but off the court is just some people from whom we can learn about about the behavior about the discipline about how to encourage the other players and about how to treat them so i think that is something really matters uh yeah, yeah i mean we really respect your ambition to you know to to be the first one i think uh, koshik and i have talked about this before and and we are very confident that the first player will be in the wnba before you know we get an uh, indian in the nba uh, geetu of course came very close and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah yeah and the way you're going by it i mean i'm sure you'll be on the right track so you mentioned yeah. that you know um you have to you have to improve some things off the court change the mentality and all of that uh-huh, uh, yeah what specifically about your game whether it's on court on court whether it's your shooting dribbling or whether it's some kind of leadership uh-huh. what exactly do you feel that is now going to be your next step that you want to improve on that you want to work on to uh-huh. take your game up another level so i think the first one you said the leadership mm-hmm. because mainly on the court point guard used to have all the leadership like as you know like mm-hmm. uh point guard know how to pass and all and where to go and what to do the next step like we all depend on them like mm-hmm. if they are going to call the number 5 and we are going to do the number 5 move and if they are going to call one we are going to do one move mm-hmm. so that all depends on that so uh, now i am working on my leadership skills and mentality off the court and also i am working on my dribbling skills and uh, my vertical jump honestly okay. like i want to uh, dunk so mm-hmm. that is my short term goal in coming okay. this year i think in at the end of this year i'm really okay. working on my vertical jump and my strength in my lower body mm-hmm. so that i can dunk like a boys 
So that, that that is something I really want to do. So so, so you haven't yet been able to dunk. Yeah, I I actually able to um touch the rim but not with the yeah. ball. So it's like yeah, Listen, I'm really pleased on that. Please tell me how it feels to dunk a basketball. This is you know I'm I'm gonna pass a lifetime without ever. Be- Kaushik, could you ever dunk? Have you uh, uh, in your prime? At, at, I don't know if if you still can. You're taller than me. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I I could never dunk. I could dunk with uh, a tennis ball. I could dunk on trampolines, but never never on a proper basketball. Trampolines. <laughs> yeah, no, honey, you have to. Uh, yeah, yeah I, mean, I have to do that now. <laughs> it's uh, and it's you know, it, it, it I I think it's a great psychological thing, right? Just being able to dunk a basketball, then you know it's two points. There's no missing that yeah. shot. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, no, that that's great to know and. Uh, anything else that you're hoping to to learn specifically at san diego that will make your game better san diego i know like that is the, my next chapter is going to be uh, difficult also for every player because you know moving from one country to another and change as their culture and all the system of basketball because it is quite different from india right so um, what i'm going to see there is that uh, actually they are very specific about uh, studies mm-hmm. like you know so they they really want a good student athlete like good in studies as well as good on the court so this time uh, i'm really thinking that i'm going to be good like in in first two years in my university i'm i'm going to be good in my studies so that in my final year i have uh, like i have no pressure of studies because in final year we have a lot of leagues we have a lot of tournaments to play only in a one year and uh, so uh, on the academic i'm really saying like i'm going to do there and the, you know doing the major in business and uh, mathematics and economics it's a really big deal for me but uh but but you know i want i want to try it and i want to do it so um, on the academics more i'm seeing now mm-hmm. yeah honey one last question about your your future yeah. and stuff like that what what kind mm-hmm. of hopes and expectations do you have for playing in the indian national team or wnba and stuff like that what what's your what's your goal like so like wnba is my a long term goal like i'm i'm working every day and night for that but a part of that uh, indian national team so um um i'm i'm really going to work hard as like whatever it takes like i'm i'm really going to do whatever it takes to make a indian team uh to make it in the top of asian teams so i know it is a huge challenge for me to make my country at the one of the best uh, stages in asia but um, at the last i just want to give um, you know like advice to other young girls that if we all together and if we are doing our hard works every day and night just uh, despite of all the challenges and all i think we can bring indian women's team in all olympic levels also mm. so that is the thing so i am go- in san diego 
I'm going to do hard work and I'm going to do everything so that when I came back to India, I'm going to implement all that things in Indian national team so that it can improve better. So that there there will be something I can do for my country. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah. Honey, um, we are looking forward to when you return and then you'll be dunking on all the Indian Indian yeah. Indian men players. and you know yeah, looking yeah. forward to that and <laughs> um and before you before i mean hopefully we are talking about a future where you know things are no, more normalized there's no pandemic mm-hmm. people can travel um b- before you leave india what will be your, what will you be your last meal like last indian food huh? that you want to eat that you're going to miss a lot before you go uh last meal i think It will be so many, so much. Yeah, you need to plan. You need to make a whole chart of yeah. all the things you need to eat before, because America may not get that type of food. A long list of you know, like uh, th- three, four meters. Yeah, because they, there, it's either too expensive and it's not that good. They don't have the masalas. Yeah. They don't, they don't get it right. The butter chicken yeah, is too sweet. Have, it's not right. Yeah, they don't have that spicy that we have in India. So first, uh, that is the South Indian food masala dosa, and I am going to eat it. And uh, fr- from my stay, it would be the kadai chicken. Hmm. The yeah. spicy kadai chicken, I really love it in Punjab. So that is something. Well, we are. These are good problems to have, and we are hoping that that you have these problems so that you can improve your game. <laughs> uh, Thank you yeah. so much, Honey, for giving us your time. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us on Hoop Darshan, and we really wish you yeah. the best. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Congrats again. It was, it was, it was right. really nice talking with you guys. Thank you, Honey, and uh, take care. I want to thank Harshman Kaur for for giving us her time on Hoop Darshan, and I'm I'm very confident that you know she is she's on the type of rise that like. I'm hoping that a few years from now we'll be surprised. Like, oh my God, she she gave us her time, this big superstar, you know. So uh, really looking forward to that. I think she should become. Fingers crossed. I if if the way she improves keeps on going on the on the same sort of um, trajectory, I really hope she becomes the first Indian player to play in the WNBA. So uh, it'd be great. It'd be it'll, it'll finally bring some good news, you know. Uh, that's definitely more likely to happen than the league in 2030 that's for sure <laughs> absolutely absolutely i think i think the thing that impressed me the most and I, i think this was the case when we spoke to other young players as well just like young players these days they they really made of something else right and yeah. imagine when like you, you and i were like 17 18 years old we were such yeah. like like nothings and uh, i and, I've wasted so much time i wasted just all like girls like her they're like i mean and, and guys who are you know in the system you're right they're so polished they know what to say they've been well you know they they know the academics are important they know the sports are important and I, none of this was important to me at that age. <laughs> absolutely and she has such such amazing sort of aspirations and, and an optimistic view of things um, yeah it, it's amazing i wish i wish her the absolute best and you're right like if things go according to plan she's got all the she's got all the potential in there to be the first uh, indian player in the, in the wnba and we can say that uh, we got her before uh, before i guess anybody else did not that there's another um, indian basketball related podcast out there but 
I, I mean, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, she she did appear on our friends Ball is Base podcast uh, a few months ago. Uh, I, I, I think hey, she, look, I said Indian basketball. <laughs> uh, again, if, <laughs> if if they're listening, they can correct us or they can uh, or or they can yes um, yes you know I, I I think she was now now I've googled it and and she, she had appeared so 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 not that they exclusively focus on Indian basketball. But uh, but but they did have her, so so kudos to them. Shout shout out for 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 yeah, getting on shout, it too. Shout out shout out to Ballers Bay. Um, fun fun guys. Um, fun guys, yeah. So speaking of fun guys and you know us uh, basketball stuff around us, there is a trinklet of good news, maybe good news with question marks, that that has been floating in the basketball spheres. In the last few weeks, is that the NBA is is now coming back? The NBA is coming back at the end of July. What's uh, the NBA, Khan? I've huh? forgotten. What's what the NBA? The NBA? <laughs> yeah, it's been so long. It's yeah. Can you believe like one day Rudy Gobert gets sick, and then boom, it's just all of a sudden we don't have NBA anymore. It, it's it, it was a sign of like we all knew the pandemic is gonna sh- shake the world, change everything. But when the NBA went, I think it became like you know it's that moment where. In bad boys, they they go shit just got real. Like that's what it was. That was the moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's a lot to talk about, and we really don't have time to you know delve into every single thing. But I want to first ask you, like, how do you feel about this? Like, are you ready for them? Even though this is still a month and a half away, everyone is hoping that the situation in the U.S., which is by the way has the highest number of recorded cases of COVID, everyone is hoping that the numbers would settle down or at least get safe enough for players to travel there, for players to play there, that the testing would be affordable enough for them to do this or at least be viable. Like, there's so many thousands of questions. Old coaches, uh, the bubble, like, all of this is happening, right? 22 teams are now going. Mm-hmm. What has been your sort of reaction to this? I know there's not going to be one reaction, but what has been yeah. the reaction right now? Yeah, there's there's obviously lots and lots and lots of stuff going on. The one thing is... I. I I've kind of forgotten that, you know, or, or kind of never had any expectations that the season would come back. I thought the way everything suddenly ended and and the world going into a pandemic and stuff like that, I thought the season would be a write-off. So, you know, in a way, I'm sort of glad that there, there is something to look forward to. But at the same time, just the fact that it's it's just a basketball league and in the midst of everything else that's going on, like just does a basketball league really like matter that much? I kind of have those kind of thoughts too. Um, but look, basketball's back, and I'm sure the day the day it's back on on TV or League Pass or anything like that, we're all gonna sit our asses in front of the in front exactly. of the TV and 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 watch whatever it's going on, whether it's like no uh, no crowds, whether it's in some random tiny um, arena in in Orlando that had like Disney characters before in like an alternate <laughs> universe <laughs> uh, whatever the scenario is we're going to we're going to watch our uh, watch our beloved NBA superstars play so i guess yeah it, it's very mixed in a way i still don't know what everything will look like but i guess overall uh, definitely like we, we need some some amount of like positive news in, in the world um, and we haven't had one for a long time yeah, I feel more or less the same way that in um, it, it's going to be guilty pleasure watching mm. basketball now. Yeah. It, it always was like if you actually take a step back from the fact that you know you know I'm, things are gonna get deep like the, the, this this pandemic and the lockdown and and what's happened in India since especially has really like put so much more into perspective for us right like it's 
we the, the stuff we take for granted we can't anymore and it's really put stuff like basketball and sports and you know for me for example it, it is part of my profession so then i can say i can call it work it's not just you know my fandom but yeah. at the same time it's 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 something not important at all in the larger scheme of things you know um but and and as i say that i i, I know i still need it it is proof that we need unimportant things to just be human you know and uh, yes. and and, and we need we need the distraction and and it's better than you know i'm i'm not i'm not a religious person so for me this is as this is like going to the mandir i need my if we are excusing people you know for example in india we opening places of worship we opening malls right if we if we are okay with that distraction with with people congregating in big numbers and kind of being a risk to a covid risk then hell yes i'm okay with the distraction of me sitting at home and watching the nba play you know these guys are <laughs> going to make crazy amounts of money by the way so i think yes. that's the that's the only reason it's back let's be like factual about it the only reason the nba is coming back is because of the money angle right 100% uh, uh but as a fan as you said the day it happens i'm going to be there i'm going to be watching it even though the knicks are going to be in the exact same position as me sitting at home and watching the <laughs> watching it you know the knicks are going to be safe let's 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 keep it real they are they are staying they're socially distancing they're doing <laughs> what the responsible thing to do but not being yeah, they, close to making the playoffs this was yeah, all guess, the, <laughs> the knicks and the I bfi guess, knew not to play basketball this summer <laughs> i guess the good news is the knicks can't do anything to make things worse exactly okay. that <laughs> oh my god let's not even <laughs> they make shit, they make shit worse by not even saying things sometimes but um so my second thing to throw at you is this your mm-hmm. team the lakers are they don't have yep. the best record in the nba but they were looking at the, the best in form before all this went down yeah um now obviously post this pandemic post the lockdown whenever basketball does return form is out of the question it's been like or three months players will come back like you know some players will come back out of shape some players like jokic will look like they had a you know some kind of miracle transformation we'll talk about that <laughs> but like it's we really now all the rules of like of um of of form and of like streaks and of hot zones they're all out of the window now because literally we can't say we can't we don't know what to expect there's no home court everyone's playing in the same court right um So now we basically have to now judge the favorites by talent alone. That's it. Not by anything else that that you know. Uh, not by any sort of like momentum. Not by team. I I feel not even by by team chemistry because every team chemistry is spoiled at this point. So, do you feel better or worse about your Lakers going now into this quarantine league? Uh, look, I've I've made up my mind already. If the Lakers mm-hmm. win the title, then I'm going to celebrate. If they don't. <laughs> then it's an asterisk season and the season is the matter <laughs> so it's clear it's very very clear in my view <laughs> no but seriously i think um, i i still think like things don't really change uh, from from before right like i always thought that the the clippers still have like the slight advantage over the lakers although like just before the pandemic there were like a couple of huge wins that the lakers had and maybe they were going to carry some sort of momentum in uh, i i think the the stoppage would have definitely um, played better into the clippers hands than than the lakers to be honest um, i'm still not 100% sure what the bucks will be in the playoffs so i think between these three one one of the teams will, will win um, but I, 
I think things things haven't really changed in my mind. I think the Clippers are still still favorites for me. What what do you think? So I want to like what you said about the asterisks. Like, um, I, I I think we should first and foremost like get that out of the with out of, out of the sort of conversation thing. Is that every every winner is gonna be asterisks. Let, let's just get out like let let's just get those excuses out of the way. Whoever wins this season is gonna hear the same thing. So I think we 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 have to give everyone the benefit now because everyone's in the same situation. It's it's not like one team has a uh, is going to have some sort of, you know, specific, you know, uh, like, advantage over another team, you know? Yes. If anything, the, the, I think I think the Clippers have an advantage that they don't have to play seven yeah, away games that, in, the, in the Staples. Exactly. The, the Clippers-Lakers conference finals was basically going to be a, a straight seven-game away series for them. So so that's pretty good for them, I guess. And I, and, and I also agree with you. I think... In a situation like this, where everything is shortened, everything is a bit more intense, and there's you're not really counting on form. I saw what Kawhi did last year, where he 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 seems to be the master of broken basketball, and by that mm. I mean when when things are just when when things are going hard, he seems to be the one who who takes advantage of that the most. And I have, I have a feeling that this quarantine league, because people are coming out of shape, is going to be a very uneven style of play. And uh, that will totally play in the hands of the, the best like defensive team, which I think in the playoffs is going to be a team like the Clippers. Um, yeah. But, you know, so, so, I mean, this leads me on to asking you, there's also the possibility of like a random champion because, you know, yes. this is going to be the most, un- you know, it could be the 76ers now. It could be the, it could be the Rockets. It could be the Raptors making a second time in a row. Like, you know, um, mm-hmm. Celtics, like it could be, there's a bunch of teams, you know, who, who knows if, if Jokic has like new powers now or has he lost his powers? Who knows? So, um, <laughs> if, if you had to choose outside of this top three, a team that you would like to see win or you think that that has the best chance of being like the, the, the biggest asterisk champion of, because if any other team wins it like, apart from these three, you know they're going to yeah. hear it forever. That like you only yes. won it because it's shortened thing, right? So, yeah. uh, so, so who do you think that team is likely to be? Uh, if like if I had to seriously think about this, I think the one with the team with the biggest variance in terms of how much uh, how much higher or lower that they they can go on a random day that that's got to be Houston for me. Uh, anything anything can happen, and they've got this like ridiculous five out style mm-hmm. that they were trying just before things went into lockdown. So uh, in in a world where anything can happen, I think they'd be my uh, they'd be what my head says. But mm-hmm. what my heart wants, uh, I, I want my boy Luca taste a uh, title as early as he can. That would can. be wild. That would be wild. That would be really wild, but also like quite improbable, I think. You know, I'm gonna go with Philly. I just think like it, this seems like the kind of situation where here's a because they have a very high upside and yeah. again, j- just like the Clippers, they are the team who. Because I have a feeling that the kind of basketball we're going to see is very ugly and it's going to favor defensive teams. Yes, like teams that can just exactly. lock down and, and are able to win like these these 90s-style basketball games. Like, you know, again, the last dance reminded us, <laughs> like Michael Jordan's <laughs> last game, the final score was, what, 87-86? And MJ had yep. 44 of those points. We are going to get games like that. Uh, so so even though part of me agrees with you about Houston, that that they are the team most likely to get hot, get hot and stay hot, 
Mm-hmm. I just have a feeling that good shooting is going to go out of the window here in this I, league. I agree. I agree. So, so, so last <laughs> night here, like in, in Australia, the uh, AFL, the Australian Football League, mm-hmm. got started after, uh, I, after I guess like three months off, and they tried to do a lot of things, right? Obviously, there's no crowds and everything. They reduced the total amount of time, and they've done a lot of things to try and encourage sort of better quality of sport. And mm-hmm. and the score ended up 36 all at the end of it. And typically the scores are like 80 something for each Damn. team. So <laughs> I think I think we're going to see a little bit of that in the NBA as well. It's probably helped by the fact that there's going to be like eight of those sort of tune-up games for each team. And by mm-hmm. the time things get to the playoffs, maybe the quality of basketball will be a little bit better and different. Yeah. Uh, but I think we should expect a lot of like 60, 70 point games in the beginning uh, mm-hmm. because. People are just like not in shape, and uh, it, it'll take a while before things start appearing like normal basketball again. Um, and 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 I'll add to this, uh, you know, uh, normal basketball part. And you you mentioned about this a bit earlier. Uh, th- th- there's gonna be just one venue. There's no home and away, and there's gonna be no fans. And I, for one, I'm really looking forward in a way to seeing what. I, I mean, I don't want this to be a permanent solution to basketball. Fans are awesome in the arena. But just for these two months or whatever, it's gonna be fun to just hear the the player. I, I mean, I've heard rumors that they're gonna play 2K sounds. Yes. <laughs> uh, or, or or what uh, or what the Bundesliga has been doing, like fake fan sounds. That's fine. Actually, the Bundesliga has done a good job of it. It sounds pretty like realistic on, on TV. Yeah. Um, but also, part of me just wants like the the idea of you know me at a gym watching. It, it, it's going to feel like a senior national uh, in yes. the BFI, Indian national. Because, it, again, if any of you have actually attended... Of, uh, yeah, if you have any of you attended... We have all the experience of watching something like this. Yeah, or if you guys have attended in person or watched it on Doodarshan, uh, the, the, the fans are basically the players themselves. The, 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 the players of other teams who are there for the tournament are the fans. And that's how this league is going to be. It's going to be the players of other teams and their families. So... Uh, I kind of, I kind of want to see some of that. It's gonna be so much fun to see basically the world's best basketball players playing basketball to an arena the way like Vishesh and Amjod do, you know. So <laughs> that'd be, that'd be pretty cool to see too. Um, Absolutely. La- last, very last question. Jokic. You saw what he looks like now, right? I don't know who that person is, Karan. I'm, yeah. I'm fairly convinced that <laughs> this is not the guy who came. <laughs> out of shape to the start of the season and was like seven times as heavy as he was in that photo. Oh, my God. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know what he does. So, so my question is this. Do you... This is a serious question. I'm not kidding. Do you feel he loses his powers or he gains his powers? Because a part of uh, me thinks, like, his doughiness was the reason he was brilliant. Yes, I, I agree completely. I think he loses his powers. I think he's been... <laughs> Like, he should not be a normal person. He should be Jokic. He should completely embrace it, go the yeah. other way, become as fat as he can be, <laughs> and, and, like, maneuver himself inside the paint and do in, anything that, you know, we, we don't expect him to do that. I think uh, I, I'm a bit disappointed, to be honest, to see him this thing. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, I have a feeling that he's going to be a slightly better basketball player, but I think he's also going to be slightly, not much... But, but 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 like slightly worse to watch, because I enjoyed yes. this guy who you would just like. He, he looks like, I I mean I know he's basically a seven foot version of like my uncles, 
you know, who are just like out of yeah. shape, who basically been on a samosa diet. Yeah, but he's, but 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 he's like a top ten NBA player, you know. So yeah, he feels like he should be someone driving an ice cream truck. Yeah, or 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 basically like the the guy just hanging out at like the the chai stall down the road, you know, just like talking shit. But then also like, hey, I'm in the NBA, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a superstar, not just in the NBA, but so. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm fascinated by this whole thing, and I agree with you. He it feels like he's a different person. But uh, but we'll see. It's going to be one of the many questions that we're going to have in in this quarantine NBA league. Um, Kaushik, any other any other thoughts about this before before we wrap up this episode? Uh, no, no, not really. Uh, I'm still excited to see. I guess how how they flesh out all of these things. There seems to be a new update every day. Every day when I wake up, I see like 18 notifications from Woj, um, <laughs> and I spend like the first half an hour of my morning trying to catch up with what what that is. Um, and I think we'll see we'll see more and more of this um, start to play out. We'll, we'll see what are the what are the different conditions in which people can sort of come in and and what happens if someone tests positive and all of that. All of the mm-hmm. like serious scientific stuff that we tend to sort of not uh, put in the background. It has to come out in the forefront now, and we'll see we'll see how it goes. Um, well, yeah. Well, again, Kaushik, thanks for thanks for you know coming through with this episode and uh, hopefully hopefully we got we get one back at technology you know we've done enough episodes that you know the, the technology also knows not to mess with us we've won most of these games you know every once in a while it gets us yeah. so absolutely absolutely and thank you as well Karan um, and thanks to all of you fans as well who listen to us or continuously listen to us subscribe to us um, if you want to reach us on twitter Karan is at Hoopistani and at Karan Madhok 1. I am at underscore Kaushik 7. The podcast is at Hoopdarshan. We're also available on Podbean, SoundCloud, iTunes, lots of different places. Hit us up if you have any questions. We'll, we'll shout you out. We'll answer them. Uh, but until next time, hashtag India Basketball. <laughs>